Alright everybody, it's official. I don't know if Fresno State football is gonna happen or not. That don't don't quote me. Don't quote me. We're not the news, we're just the reaction. But my trip to Fred or my trip to Fresno, yeah, that's gonna happen a lot. No, my trip back to Texas to College Station has officially been canceled because Texas A&M has said that they are only playing conference games. So COVID has officially screwed up my college football season and I'm really sad because I wanted to go to Kyle Field. We probably were going to get beat, but I, I don't think they understand what was going to happen. It was going to be a Skodog summer all over College Station. And uh, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm upset. So Welcome back, everybody. We apologize. Well, more specifically, I apologize that the last couple weeks we have struggled to get an episode up because our host had something going on, and I don't know if it was they were filtering our content, if they didn't like us, or they just thought that I was an annoying ginger. Um, luckily, we have it kind of figured out, and that's the exciting thing, so pushing forward, we're going to make stuff happen. But uh, Connor, aka Mr. Summary, I know you're a little rusty because it's been a while, but uh, tell us, what, what are we going to be talking about today? How are things going? Yes, my pleasure. Oh, what's up, Chick-fil-A? Uh, today we'll be talking... I said, what's, what's up, up? Chick-fil-A? My pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> my pleasure. Oh, man, I have had Chick-fil-A forever. All right. So today, on this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, new funding and what that might be as new hope for water and water conveyance here in the state. And the rotating segment this week is we're going to be talking about awkward handshakes. Yeah, there's been plenty of those in the era of COVID, the word that I have openly stated that I hate. <laughs> exactly. We do our best not to talk about it too much, but obviously it's a very real fact of life and it is the world that we live in today. Yeah. And, uh, inter you know, I guess since I'm talking, I'll just go ahead and start it off. I was, I was at the grocery store this week. <laughs> And I just had this realization. I was I was walking up and I put my mask on to go inside the store and I thought, this just feels so normal yep. now. It's, you know, we're just, we as a society adapt to things so quickly now that it's it's really not that big of a deal to adapt to a new way of life. Whoa. And but, just walking down the aisle. you're a sheep. What? You're a sheep, man. You're wearing the mask. It's true. Sheeple. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I am one of the sheeple. I am part of the flock. <laughs> uh, but yeah, walking down the aisles, I get to the toilet paper aisle. Shelves are just chock full mm -hmm. of those very important papers. And I thought how funny it was a couple months ago. People were like ready to burn stores down for the last roll of toilet paper. And here we are. Mm -hmm. We We have plenty of that beautiful white gold to keep our hindies clean and you know now it's like it almost didn't happen it feels like yeah. so I just I have a feeling you know f five years from now every once in a while on like a late night skit or something like that they'll make a joke about COVID but it's gonna pass and it'll be basically forgotten other than the economic impact yes. I don't want to make light of that all, all this other stuff, the wearing the masks, all that stuff will be made light of, but economic impact is a very real deal. Yeah. So. Well, and I'm just, you know, having to accept the fact that I bought a hundred foot garden hose in preparation for running out of toilet paper. That way, every <laughs> toilet in my house out of a day. Uh, but that's besides the point. 
I could just see this hose no. sticking out no. and it's like duct taped to the base. <laughs> it's like <laughs> And it's just got a just a little simple handle valve. Just blast <laughs> that thing on. That, you know, there's like I think uh-huh. like European toilets that just kind of like everything comes up. Yes. Yeah, it's a bidet. bidet. Mm-hmm. The bidet. Oh. Do you remember that SNL skit with uh, Kristen Wiig and Zach Galifianakis? Nope. No. no. They're, they're like these home buyers, and each home they go to, they, they're they really concerned whether or not it has a bidet oh, in geez. it. Oh, jeez. I can see, like, <laughs> Zach's, like, serious face. He's, like, judging it heavily. Uh-huh. Does, does your home have a bidet? <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. And yes, the bidet... Yeah, sorry, Mr. Summary and his obscure references. No, all good. So, Jeanette. <laughs> Jeanette, do you want to give us a quick update? Hold, you know? Even on Netflix, like, that's when you know Netflix has nothing else to bring out when they're bringing out, like, different... No, sorry, TV in general, because they're bringing out, like, a, a new show called um. COVID in Love. I'm like, oh, my God. It's going to be one of those oh, TV series. It's just like... Hey. Nobody can follow up the nuclear bomb that was the Tiger King, okay? What what are you supposed Tiger to do? Tiger King, yeah. never forget. So everything's been fine. Just <laughs> trying out some new things here and there. Keep myself busy and sane, as always. Nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, we know that uh, Jeanette and I want to keep our intro short because the senator, Josh Dowell, has some very exciting news to share with everybody. So, Josh, we yield our time. Oh, wow. I feel like we're in a congressional hearing now where we're asking (laughs) obscure questions, and then as soon as we get an answer we don't like, be like, I yield my time, I yield my time, or I reclaim my time. Oh. Yeah, well, to to put it in a a simple short form, I I switched jobs over the month of July. Um, I was, you know, very excited to make the jump. Um, Happy, you know, I I left Fitech behind, but uh, I will miss that. I still really appreciate who they are, what they do, but finally got the opportunity to immerse myself in the world that is California water. And uh, if, if you're somebody that's familiar with kind of water jobs, they're they're few and far between and especially hard because they're very generational, you know, people that have worked in it for 30, 40 years. So I uh, dove in head first and now am living part-time in my hometown of Chowchilla and part-time in Sacramento for the foreseeable future. But I'm working with a company called Water and Land Solutions, which is a affiliate of the Ag Center 59, which is on Highway 59 in Merced. Connor actually stopped by and checked it out the other day. If you haven't, Very yeah, nice place. stop by, check it out. It's really cool. We have a kegerator, so there is always an excuse to stop by. But, uh, yeah, I'm now focused in land use, uh, understanding of water rights, surface water allocations. We run a few water districts. Um, so it's definitely cool. I'm really excited to be doing it, and it's going to be a really fun ride over the course of the next few years as we, we kind of begin this adoption of Sigma across sub-basins and Northern California jumping on board with the rest of us in two years. So it's definitely an exciting day. So that's what I'm up to. Um, yeah. yeah. 
well, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, we're both very excited for you. I'm excited for this new opportunity and uh, to see where it takes you. Mazel so. Yeah, congratulations. Thanks, man. Yeah. Well, also, congratulations, too, because that's, you know, I have a couple other friends who are looking to either find a job or switch jobs yep. during this time, and I know that that's not an easy feat. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, kudos to yeah, you. Yeah, it definitely was a, an interesting way to, like, an interesting time to transition in and lots of weird little nuances. Um, I, I, you know, one nuance that we, we will talk about later, don't you worry, we're going to talk about that that awkward hand thing that we do. Um, but yeah, so it's been definitely, it's been interesting. Oh, gosh. oh excuse me. We're talking <laughs> about like handshakes. <laughs> handshakes. Oh, I just didn't want to spoil it for later. You. <laughs> You're the ones that started giggling at it. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. My, my 12-year-old side took over for a minute. <laughs> oh. Now my bosses are going to listen to this. Oh, crap. Oh, I know. But it's so okay. All good. Hi, Brad. Hi, Chase. Yeah. Well, we can bring <laughs> it back. We can bring it back. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's go ahead. Let's, let's move. Let's move into the discussion portion of today. Thank you. Thank you for the. the no, no problem. No problem. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that level where we'll actually have transition music, hopefully yes. very soon. Um, but yeah, so for this the discussion today, as stated at the beginning of the episode, we're going to be talking about new funding coming from the government, both at the state level and at the national level, and what that means for water projects mm-hmm. um, here in the state. So I actually had this idea, well, it's kind of piggybacking off of an idea. JCS Marketing has a podcast called My Ag Life, and I recently discovered it and have really been enjoying it. It's It's got some really fun content, and I really enjoy the format of it. It, it makes me feel informed and very smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so listening to one of their uh, recent episodes, and uh, they were talking about shovel-ready projects. And if you're not familiar, which I'm sure a number of our listeners are, shovel-ready projects are those projects which, as the name implies, are projects that are very close to being ready to start to break ground and to start process on getting them mm-hmm. going. And so there's been some rumor that there might be some funding available in this next round of stimulus or this next round of uh, care packages coming from the government that could be allocated towards um, some of the different water projects here in the state. Nice. Well, and I know we, yeah. we kind of threw together a list and we'll we'll kind of work our way down, I think is the best way to do it. So the cool thing is, is we threw temperance flat dam on here. And I think we can wrap this discussion up really quick because it's a, uh, <laughs> it's dead. It's dead on arrival. Um, yeah. Which sucks because I would have loved to have more water, you know, in, in our neck of the woods right above Fresno. But it's looking like the temperance flat. Just the the sheer cost of getting the dam done means that the water users, you know, acre foot of water in the valley definitely varies in cost based on where you are. Sometimes it's really cheap. Sometimes it's really expensive, especially if it's a dry year. But, uh, they basically said, Hey, if we put in temperance flat and you get water out of here, it's going to cost you 1900 bucks an acre foot to pay off the dam. And that just, that doesn't make sense. 
or if people yielded some of their water allocations, it would drop down to 300, but you're still giving something up. So it's, yeah, it's kind of a farce in my opinion. You know, you give up some of the water that you were already going to be allocated, which already is already costing it's you. It's Fugazi. It's fairy dust. Yeah, you it's, know, in the words of uh, Leo DiCaprio it's, and it's the Magic Wall of the Street, it's fairy dust. It's Fugazi. It's bullshit. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so temperance, temperance is yeah. dead, and we'll we'll host a you know. Oh, actually, we'll take a brief moment of silence for our fallen temperance flat. We will miss you. Uh, well, I mean, the one good thing is my wife and I. And well, now our daughter too. We we actually do a lot of hikes in that area in the River Gorge. So since Temperance Flat is not going to happen, we can still go and enjoy a lot of those trails in the yeah. in that region. Priorities, so, Connor. Priorities. I know. I know. I, I'm saying it's it's a happy byproduct. You know, obviously, you know, water is a very serious issue. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, definitely. Well, then let's jump on. This one's the one that yeah. is uh, the contentious one, the Delta Tunnel Project. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, tunnel. T- we said singular. Yes. So, so background: Delta Tunnels, which was I think it was called Water Fix, was when Governor Jerry Brown was still in office, mm-hmm. and they proposed running two massive tunnels underneath the Delta to pump water from the north side and dispose of it on the south side for conveyance. Uh, but yeah, this one is. Uh, NorCal doesn't really like it. The Delta hates it. And I shouldn't say the entire Delta, but it's it's a pretty overwhelming theme. But it's going to probably happen, and it's critical for water conveyance to Southern California in the future. I think the big thing is just making sure that ad users don't get overrun by the thing that is Metropolitan Water District of Southern California. Yeah. It's, um. well, I know, you know, looking at the the west coast nut article that that episode uh that i was referencing was talking about was um some of the tunnels that are already in place um are slated for repairs because a number of them Mm -hmm. are leaking and uh, you know that's that's losing thousands of feet acre feet of water just because of some small cracks and stuff like that so it makes sense putting some of that money towards some of these lower cost repairs instead of funding some of these larger yeah and we know it it's always the joke government work is not very fast work and it's not always the highest quality work i'm just going to call it for what it is (laughs) it's and it's very obvious and so i would like to see if there is funding that's coming out um, towards water mm-hmm. projects, I it would be better to put it towards things that would be a quicker fix and would get a That's quicker return. Easy. You know, repairing some of the canals. Yeah, exactly. You know, repairing some of the canals, or even just you know one of the one of the concepts that they brought up was lining some of the dirt canals with concrete. Mm-hmm. I think that that would be a quicker fix and quicker savings than something like the Delta Tunnel. Yeah, well, and something that's interesting, and, you know, we're going to touch on it a little bit when we talk about Friant uh, again, but the big thing about mm-hmm. investing all of the, the millions of dollars of money it takes to concrete line a canal is great, 
until you have a groundwater issue in that area and your canal system begins to subside and destroys the concrete lining and you just have a massive seepage slash blockage issue inside of your system. So it's, yeah. it's all, it's kind of a catch. Yeah, it's all about balance and you have to make sure, you mm-hmm. know, it, so it, putting ourselves into the perfect world for a second, the perfect world would be that we make sure that we have enough surface water allocation that way you don't have to do any groundwater pumping and then nothing's going to subside. Mm-hmm. I, you don't even I, need sick I think I just solved California's water problems, but, um, <laughs> well, let, let me add, let me add one more on top of that because I'm a big proponent of, you know, putting money towards repairing cracks and repairing the conveyance systems that are already in place and connecting those conveyance systems towards the Delta because I, again, I've, I've mentioned it before, but putting a water catchment system in place to catch the flood waters from the Delta, that, that would solve a lot of the issues and make a lot of people happy because it's excess water. It's excess water for the Delta and it's excess water that can be used outside of what's already being pumped out into the Pacific. It's, it just makes the most sense, but Again, you know, conspiracist in me. Here we go. It it would take away it would take away from the money making monster that right. is the water fight here mm-hmm. in California. Well, I, I I'm happy to say I'm making money off the money making monster now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad I'm glad that we have people like you that are on the front lines of that working towards trying to make it a better tomorrow. Yeah, honestly, but no, it's. It's crazy because when you when you think about the tunnel, I know that the big thing is so it's being pushed by the state water contractors, which there's a couple member agencies in the valley. Um, but it's also interesting to note that the Coachella Valley water users, uh, Coachella Valley Water District, is a member of the state water contractors. Um, several like urban water districts over on the central coast and in Southern California. So the tunnel project is great. But when you look at where the funding is coming from, when we look at it from you know the perspective of an ag lens, yeah. a lot of the funding's coming from Southern California. And I don't know if you guys have ever had that instance, you know, where you're with friends and you all sit down for oh, yeah. dinner and you go, you know what, we'll just put it all on one card and then we'll split at the end. And yeah, no, you're one friend that ordered nine margaritas and is a sloppy drunk a hole. Goes, oh no, we'll just we'll just divide it by three. It's okay. And you're like, dude, I had a basket of fries. That's, that's so true, though. <laughs> See, and if you're, uh huh, yep, yep. And if you're at Doghouse, that basket of fries is that's stretching. That's yeah, right and there. that's yeah, that's, that's a, a damn deal. good deal. Yeah. So that's my thing is that when mm-hmm. we look at the water that's going to be flowing through this thing, I I just based on previous water projects that are funded by Southern California, we're just going to watch the water flow right by us in the California aqueduct down to Southern California. And that's not going to provide any benefit for us. So I, I see why Northern, you know, Northern California and the Delta region are kind of like, yeah, dude, screw that. Oh, Hmm. but yeah, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. Huh? It's yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I mean, hopefully, hopefully we can keep our voices strong and keep our, 
you know, keep 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 the message rolling forward um, to try to stop that from happening. Um, you know, we're very thankful for the Coachella region and, and the Imperial Valley for all the different types of uh, real crops and uh, dates that we like to enjoy. That's right. Um, but, you know, in between the Delta and <laughs> Imperial Valley are a lot of uh, great people that could also really use a lot of that water too. Yeah, well, and also there's like this thing called mountains and you got to build infrastructure to get over the top of those. And the only existing infrastructure... I don't know if you guys have seen it, but those massive pipes that are right there outside of the Tahan Ranch that just send that water over. You know, mm-hmm. hey, my tin hat is on right now, but... Something just think about. Two <laughs> plus two equals four, and it's like a freight train on one set of tracks, so it's going to go where the tracks... Okay, yeah, okay. All makes sense. Yeah. 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 But no, so it's it's interesting. <laughs> we definitely, you know, that's just a very surface level conversation about the the Delta Tunnel project. We'll kind of track this one because they just started their envi- environmental review and are proposed to be shovel ready in 2023. So we've got time, um, and we definitely. I, I mean, it's California. Mm-hmm. We have a bullet train that you know is still getting built. Shout out to that granite monolith that's outside of Fresno. Um, we'll definitely be watching. Yeah, I can't wait for twenty I can't wait for twenty eighteen when it actually <laughs> arrives. Oh dude, me, me either. Oh wait. I <laughs> I I'm calling it now. I think that podcasting won't even be a thing because we're gonna have some <laughs> you know, well yes, we're gonna have some chip that Bill Gates designed during the COVID crisis put into us via a vaccine and all of our podcasts and content will be just relayed directly to our chip through the 5G uh, interface in the New World Order. But, yeah. There it is. So, we'll be tracking it. It's all we'll be tracking it. But that's when high-speed rail will be done. <laughs> our great-grandchildren will get to ride it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Speaking of things that may never get done, let's talk about repairs and subsidence in the Frank Carrico. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Set the stage. Yeah, set the yes. stage. Yes, exactly. Yes, because as almost everybody is aware, uh, due to subsidence and um, it, there's a lot, there's a lot of repair that needs to be done to the Frank Kern Canal to get it back up to snuff and get it to not be just dumping so much of our precious resource just back in into the areas where it's not. Being well, yeah, used. they they can't get the full. And, Capacity of the canal past certain points. Mm-hmm. Exactly because of the subsidence, because of you know it, it's it's all very mm-hmm. cyclical. So uh, recently in uh, news, it's been talked about that some of that funding may have been snuck into the into the recent COVID nineteen bill to potentially go to repairing some of those um, uh, broken areas of the Frank yeah. Canal, which. I'd like to point out the fact that something that was, you know, it's, I think it's a couple hundred million bucks, so it's definitely expensive to get it fixed, but we had to wait until we had a second trillion dollar bill on the table to even, even I mean, like when we talk about government pork, (laughs) 
We're doing a COVID bill that's going to give us all stimulus checks. Oh, and by the way, there's a little line item in there that says frying at Kern Canal. That's what it took to get to this point. Like, yeah, it, well, yeah, yeah. Well, I know that we talked about the webinar in the past with um, the water board up in your neck of the woods, Josh. I'm going to talk to that boy again. My old stomping grounds. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yes, exactly. Yes. Well, um, I knew that during that webinar, they were talking that a lot of funding would go towards getting things like the Delta Tunnel project ready but they weren't they were just going to think about what it would take to repair the Frank mm-hmm. Kern Canal and that just was kind of mind boggling to me to think well we already have this system in place it's already there why don't we just fix what we already got and then move on to a new project but maybe I'm talking heresy or lunacy but I think it's funny that that was not even on you know anybody's mind about well let's actually put some money Mm -hmm. towards this and then now all of a sudden it's going to potentially be getting some money so i you know that that makes me kind of happy thinking oh that's great you know people are actually starting to think through this a little bit and we have some hope here Mm -hmm. in the central valley but um i just thought it was i I, it kind of struck me as odd that it (laughs) It wasn't even on the table for discussion, and then now all of a sudden, um, it actually could potentially receive a little TLC. Yeah, and an interesting thing to point out, and this is on the political side of things, so please don't consider this me taking a stance, but I noticed that the folks that signed on to this, this letter for proposed funding for the Frank Kern Canal inside of the stimulus bill are all are kind of our our valley crats, our valley democrats. So Cox, Costa, John Garamendi, Josh Harder up in Modesto. Um, so I'm a I'm afraid that this is going to turn into a bit of a partisan issue because it doesn't look like you know Congressman Nunes, uh, McCarthy, or any Lamalfa up further north that the the Republicans and Democrats are getting along on this one which is frustrating because this is something that needs to happen. So we need to get along, but I don't know enough about the, the inner workings of Washington DC because I decided in 2016, after I was done with that internship, I was done with that city. So it's interesting to watch uh, at least and kind of have to follow along and see where that's going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really hope that this does get pushed through. Because that would be really cool to see some of these repairs being made. And, I mean, it's at least a step in the right direction. Again, I think just because water rights, the water fight generates a lot of money. And because our political climate right now mm-hmm. is so polar divided, it's you're either this way or you're that way. There's there's no room for in-between. I think you're right. I think it would, it obviously, it could potentially tie it up. Yeah. I mean, look what happened when... Uh, the commander-in-chief came to the valley and basically stated that he was going to give us more water. They reacted. What did the other side do? And that's the problem is that (laughs) I'm afraid because it it looks partisan that we're just going to get trapped into the litigation war. Um, And I also just, fun fact for you, so it says in the article, you know, it's going to be 350 to 500 million, so I just 500 million because we can never get things done for cheap. Uh, The 
Frank Kern Canal, just out of, out of the stimulus package that's being proposed, the second one, guess what the percentage is? It's $500 million. What's the percentage of the total value of the bill? So what do you think? Half a percent, one percent, just... I'm not good at that kind of math off the top of my head. <laughs> okay. Try point oh oh oh. Yeah, something five. super low like that. Something less than ten percent. Percent. That is sad. Holy that is sad. crap! Our taxes yeah. are going to be high in the years to come. <sighs> yeah. Well, and this is the second time we've spent that much money. We spent two point two trillion, which would make it point oh 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 five. Last go round. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I would hope, I would hope that since my tax dollars are funding so many politicians' salaries that there might be a little bit of that that could actually be going towards something like this. I wonder what's above this I mean, right now. They're already taking oh. an arm and a leg. Like, I, like, I just wonder, like, what's above uh, Frank and um, that's uh, not yeah, stopping it. Fish. Mean it's next level. That's, that's the sad truth, but... Protecting this. Obviously, the, the number one priority of that bill, I think, is that there's a second round of stimulus funding, which is a massive portion... I think they're doing another round of the PP, what was it? Right. Personal paycheck, yeah, the PPP loans. Yeah, for small businesses, that's another massive part. And I'm sure there's another chunk of, you know, hundreds of billions going yeah, here and yeah. billions going there. Uh, mm -hmm. So it definitely, it definitely is crazy. I know that, Frank Kern, you were looking at... Congress had a bill that said that they were going to put $200 million towards it, but the cost is 350 to $500 million, and we're erring on the side of caution and saying $500 million because when's the last time government got something done for cheap? You tell me, and I'll give you $500 million. Um, that's totally facetious. I don't have access to that kind of money. Nobody come and call me. But it's just it's, it's a crazy concept that we can do that much with the swipe of a pen and a few votes in Congress. Yeah, and so, yeah. We, we've been working on things like immigration policies so since the 1980s. Or, you know, the Federal Reserve and the issues with that since the 19, like, frickin' 20s. But we can just go, yeah, yeah, we're gonna spend $3.2 trillion from December 31st of 2020. It's a messed up world, mm -hmm. which is, you know, I, I try to stay informed, but it's it's no. just, <laughs> it's way too easy to get frustrated with it all. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully things will change. Hopefully things will get, you know. Yeah. Hopefully things like JNBR well, and um, other groups can get together and we can try to make a better future for easy to talk about, but also hard to talk about. So. Yeah. Let's talk about something fun then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, any any final thoughts, I just Jeanette? I think all this gets done, like ASAP. But it just baffles me that it's even. It's like giving false hope, and then for it to, like, to them, I'm thinking they're just covering their end. Let's say, oh, we're gonna put it on the bill, just so they know, like, we're talking about it, but it's all talk, and it's just false hope towards the end. They're just like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not happening. We tried, yeah. but not really tried. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Well, I know that there's a lot of there's a lot of yeah. quote unquote smoke and mirrors uh, lately yeah. just because of the uh, election year. So the wheels are definitely that spinning. might that might benefit us or it might just get us all get our oh, wheels spinning. I I, I cannot wait to just yeah, watch the fireworks that are gonna be the 2020 yep. elections. It's gonna be awesome. You know, so yeah. I've been well, thinking about this and like keyboard. it's been talks too. How are they considering doing like the voting polls and stuff now that you know yeah. COVID happened? So it's absentee I'm voting. Still... I mean, I know it's going to be definitely yeah, it's going to be Mail relegated down. That's kind of like years. a state's rights issue. So each state's going to decide how it does it on its own. I'm or absentee, pretty me. confident California just said, hey, like, we'll have polling locations, but mail-in is going to be available to everyone, um, which it already has been in the state of California for a number of years. So, I... Yeah. Yeah, and well, I was going to say, I mean, I voted in... Yeah. This is well, going to definitely, mean, I, you know, show how young I am, but I voted in the last... No, actually, shoot... The last presidential election was the first one I could legally vote in because I, I missed the cutoff for, for 2012. Um, but even just my local elections that happen every two years, congressional elections, I've never gone to a polling place. I've always mm-hmm. just mailed my ballot in. It's just so much more convenient. I don't got to you know drive somewhere, stand in line just to punch in the same information I can put in an envelope and send. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I like it because it gives me, you know, I feel more relaxed. I can actually, you know, do additional research on top of it. Yeah, well, I mean, I I don't mind, like, going to the polling because, you know, I went to the polling location, I think, my second election. Yeah, well, and plus... I did the polling location, but then... um, Yeah, you can just Google everything. Mail-in. You can just sit there and be like, I'm an informed voter now. And you don't have some, well, you know... And then I did mail-in for the and local... Again, I apologize if this offends anyone, but you don't have some little old man sitting behind you going... Hey, how you going to vote? And then you're like, you know what? I'm going to have this conversation. And then you say something and he's like, oh, oh you young generation. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You're screwing up our country. You're screwing up our world. You millennial. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll end it with that. Sorry to any. Uh... Oh man. Well, let's uh, let's wrap up the discussion. <laughs> yeah, we're not afraid. We're we're not afraid to get political, obviously. Um, oh, but Connor, we do want to try to keep on the, the same topic, and uh, and Snowflake. we don't want to get too far off track. <laughs>
I just. Oh, I love a fired no, up car. It's a good time. Fired up, Whatever. You get fired up, I, I don't care. You. Careful what you ask for. Yeah. He. Oh God. I, I. Connor. Can we? Can we just touch on the the? It doesn't happen often. I try gentlemen, to we don't even have to talk about what he said. But uh, the the a hole at the gas station the other day that like tried to jump out of his truck and wanted to start something with you. Can we talk about that? If I'm putting you on the spot, don't feel pressure. Nice. It, it wasn't a truck. It wasn't a truck. It was a little Mitsubishi hatchback. And um, we, we, we won't get into it. Um, it's just Sorry not to place. put you on blast. But if, if, we're, if we're ever having beers together and, and you want to ask me about it, I'll, I'll tell you what happened. Um, but a very... A, no, it's fine. A very ignorant gentleman was being very loud and so I felt that I had to say something and he got very aggressive and decided to try to get out of his vehicle multiple times and <laughs> what are the times he tried to get out of his vehicle <clears throat> and posture up <laughs> he had a but because he was driving answer. you know uh, <laughs> because he couldn't afford to buy a, sub- a Subaru yeah, WRX yeah. Was driving a little Mitsubishi hatchback, <laughs> and it was and it was stick shift. He got out of his car, but forgot to put oh. the parking brake on. <laughs> and so as he gets out of his car <laughs> to try to come and you know start something, it starts to roll away, and he has to go and chase his car down and get back in it to keep I it from rolling away. If he would have left it in gear and just jumped out, oh, and the clutch man. popped, and it yeah. just slammed into the car. Yeah, it was it was hilarious. Him. So oh, that's all I'll say about that. Gary. All right. Oh my god. Yeah. We'll talk about the details then. Yeah, um, I'm available for beers pretty, uh, pretty much any night this week. Yeah, just like I said, call, let me know for beers. beers together, feel free to ask me about it. Yeah. Yeah. So. My favorite beer, you know, you know what it is? <laughs> Your beer. <laughs> exactly. Free beer, let me know. That's my favorite. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, Let's jump forward then. So that wraps up discussion That's for the day. Right. You know, That's right. 30,000 foot view of water. We'll drill down on these things <laughs> as they happen and keep you guys informed. But let's, let's chat. So the, the most interesting thing that's happened to you in a... Oh, what terminology. Hit me. Well... I actually came up with a, a clever term for our segment today. Just Sign now. of the times. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So, so the most the ra- interesting the thing that's happened week? to you a in a field times. visit on the road, I guess, you know, it, w- w- yes. Yes. whatever it may be, what's the most interesting thing that's happened to you guys? Yeah. I would say recent weeks in the last, mm-hmm. last few. Well, in, in recent weeks are just... In total. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Sure. That's fair. Jeanette, you want to start it off? Uh, so, I think it was like two weeks ago, uh, my boss and I and my manager we were visiting like, a, like one of our uh, big clients. And we went to their plant. I got there later, and so I had to go check into the office and stuff. And so... Once I got to their office and they were in there, like, you know, 
everyone's following protocols and stuff because they're being cautious of their employees with COVID happening and everything. So I understand. Um, yep. But I, I felt really awkward because <laughs> it's out of manners. You know, your first initial thing is like you're gonna do it. You're gonna give a handshake. So I go ahead and reach out <laughs> for the handshake, and I felt like I got friend zone <laughs> with the fist bump. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then he was like, sorry, like, we're just I get it. You you know, don't love following me. protocols right now. And I'm like, no, no, I get it. And so how do you how do you save like the meaning? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're just kind of thinking like, I just got fist bump. Like, mm-hmm. I don't just, know. It just threw me off for the meeting. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let's just move forward, you know. And oh. It was just one of those things. Like, you know, it was, like, one of those feelings where, like, you're yeah. on, like, the Good job, bud. soccer team or something, and the coach mm-hmm. goes, good job, and it pats you on the head. Ah. Like, yeah. It, I felt I felt little. I don't know. I just felt small. <laughs> oh, like, throwing the bud, I'm, too. I'm, like, five, I just felt like I was, like, four or well, five or something. then, Connor, I guess I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump on that train, too, <laughs> oh because I'm just going to go oh, with the God, overarching hilarious. theme of, of recent handshakes. Because I'm trying to be very respectful of mm-hmm. of everybody kind of in the situation. There's some people that are really stressed, and I have members of my family that are like that. There's some people that are like, oh, it's all BS. But I've just been walking up to people and, like, halfway holding my hand like this, like I'm holding a beer can. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like walking out and just holding it there. And if they go out for the shake, they go out for the shake. If they go for the fist bump, they go for the fist bump. But it's even more awkward oh, okay. when you stick your hand out, and then they just look at you, and they hit you with the chicken wing. <laughs> they just stick their elbow out. <laughs> and they just walk up to like chicken wing. Oh yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yep. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That and one. That one is just like boom. Yeah. Rico the, the fist bump is a, is a, it's a natural progression from the handshake to then just move to the fist bump. Oh. Which yeah, but yeah. Ironically, but, like okay, I, I just I, I'm trying to understand <laughs> why people are bumping elbows and stuff. Oh my gosh! I yes. I personally know so I'm awkward. six feet tall. I've got a good wingspan, so if I stick my arm out, there's approximately two and a half feet from my face to the end of my hand. And if I fist bump you and you're approximately the same height, we've got about five feet between us. We're almost at that six feet. If we're bumping elbows, dude, we're like hugging each other. It's like a bro hug without love. Apparently you're doing it wrong because every time I've done it, they, you know, they, they do this. And so you're kind of side to side with the person. So your face is off to the, you're not, oh, you're not, the person. you're not supposed to look each other in the eye when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's like a mixed martial arts move though. Yeah. Like, yeah I feel like I'm trying to like Muay Thai elbow, elbow with somebody <laughs> like oh. Chuck Liddell just poof. That's right. Jeanette, Jeanette does the whole bob and weave and she comes in for the body the body blow. <laughs> Dude, imagine like Imagine and this is terrible, but imagine it's just post traumatic stress disorder and a kid that was a boxer. Oh and just gosh. everybody's sticking the elbows up and he's just ducking bob and weave and he's like, Hey, hey, it's on. Oh That's God. right. The Tiger Woods of childhood boxing is. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Fun fact by the way, I learned this the other day. 
and it's about Tiger Woods. <clears throat> so just because you mentioned it, did you know that if the number one golfer in the world right now, which isn't Tiger Woods, mm-hmm. but if he stayed at number one for like 650 weeks in a row, which is what, like 650 divided by 50, that's, uh, math is hard in the morning. Wow. So like 12 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Connor's doing math. Yeah, 12 years. Yeah, 12 years. years. If somebody stayed at the top of their game, number one in the world for 12 years straight, they wouldn't beat Tiger's record for consecutive weeks at number one. I was like, what? Oh, wow. Yeah, Greek god of the game of golf. So, yeah. Huh. Sorry, that's my fun fact. But Connor... What's the most interesting thing that's happened to you outside of, of chicken wings and Muay Thai elbows? and? So that's what the most interesting is because I'm in the same boat as you is. I leave it up to the person. So when I get out of the truck and I'm walking up to meet somebody or I'm waiting for somebody to come meet me, I wait. I, you know, I have a brief pause yep. while I wait for this person to see what they're going to do. You know, I, I've had people where, you know, I walk up to them and I've had them literally jump back and go like this. Yeah, just hands yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, and then and then I've and then I've had other people that just oh. go ahead and stick it out. I'm like, all right, you know, I got hand sanitizer <laughs> oh in the truck. Yeah, because my wife's my wife's more susceptible, and um, so you know I try to be careful, but I also am not super freaked out to shake somebody's hand. Yeah, so you can kind of see where I stand, and um, but then I've also you know had that awkward thing where you're like reaching out, you know, you reach your hand out, but then the dude does the chicken wing, yeah, and you're like. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you like, do you get the chicken wing or do you give him one too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I, I had all of that rolled into one in the most recent visit I had up in Turlock. Um, I go to meet this guy for the first time. Never met him before. Never been to his farm. And he gives me this address. And I walk in and, you know, I have my mask with me. And it looks like it's it's pretty well locked down. So I go ahead and put my mask on. I walk in. And she has me fill out paperwork. I have to fill out a questionnaire, a 12-question questionnaire about my exposure to COVID. Nice. Then I then have to come back, have my picture taken, and my my, uh, temperature scanned at the same time, given a card key and a hairnet. (laughs) <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm walking out of the office like just holding my notebook and all this stuff <laughs> and then the farmer shows up and then we have that awkward interaction of like handshake fist bump you know and then you're like kind of rolling through the three options until you finally make contact <laughs> <laughs> while I'm trying to like not drop all this stuff that I've now acquired <laughs> oh it's so awkward they, they literally said you're taking everything like all with you yeah. like hairs yeah. like but then we jumped oh, in his you know, gator and then you. that's it oh, was that's like it was pre-covid times it didn't matter yeah. anymore so yeah no it's because mm-hmm. and the weirdest part is because you know when you go in for a handshake it's something that's so ingrained in us it, yes. it takes like a half second we don't even realize what we're doing you're making eye contact the whole time now it's like you have to awkwardly look at their hand and there's an extra half second because you have to look at their hand like you're going for the handshake, assess what they're doing, look up, make eye contact with them and go, are we doing this? And they have to look at you and be like, I don't know, are we doing this? And then you just, mm-hmm. you, you chicken wing fist bump or handshake. And then you're like, I don't know if that was right. <laughs> COVID rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, that's literally what it is. It's COVID calisthenics. <laughs> 
that COVID calisthenics that rolls off the tongue nicely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I. It's 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 good because it's like it's it's part of your first impression. Obviously, the way you dress and the you know way you, way you carry yourself, but then the handshake is that next natural progression in yep. that first impression when you're meeting somebody. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm excited for a vaccine because you know I, I I enjoy that part of the process. I enjoy those initial meets and yep. getting to know the people out in the field and getting to meet so many great people, and it it's part of that that body language that assessing somebody's character you know it goes both ways so yes but yeah which yes the awkward handshakes is is it will be talking about that you know we'll, we'll be those those old farts sitting around the campfire at the <laughs> larry ag show 2030 and uh we'll be like oh remember the awkward handshakes and uh, we won't we won't sound like old men sorry <laughs> yeah i was gonna say dude i'm gonna be 35 like <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry but you know we, we may have some kids running around and be like, oh, God, you guys are so old. Talking about the awkward handshakes. Oh, you yeah. guys don't understand. I had there a I wee, There I go with the dude. old man voice again. Yeah, Ugh. my bad. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, I'm going to feel old at 35 because I feel old at 25 getting out of bed in the morning. And I'm not even 25 yet. Yeah, yeah. Soon, though. Soon. 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 Yeah. We actually, today's the September fit, right? 5th, everybody. Yeah. Mark it down. I'm a, I'm a, a month, month out. Now. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one month from now, everybody, mark it on your calendar. Send Josh his birth, your birthday wishes. Oh yeah, so. that's what I. Hey. <laughs> yeah, Link in the description. <laughs> now we're talking. I feel like I'm on Twitter. <laughs> Here's my cash app. Now you need to go post some seductive photos. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna open up my OnlyFans <laughs> account. Yeah. Trust me, nice. you don't want to okay. be a. You don't want to subscribe. You don't. <laughs> it's just uh, well. it's just me eating pizza. <laughs> okay, too much detail. Too much detail. Like too much detail. That's right. That's right. We're, we're coming. To, we're coming close to the time, anyways. So, final <gasps> thoughts, guys. Final thoughts. Uh, cash app. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. No. It's it's been a great world. I'm excited to be starting off the new gig, and we will get way more in-depth in water to come. I'm pretty sure I will bore both of you to death about it. Uh, but I can't wait for the day that handshakes come back, because that's how I judge people from the get-go. I won't lie. You, you just you got to feel the hand. If it's, if it's baby soft, you know a couple things. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I won't point it out, but there's a certain politician that I met, that Bill Connor and Jeanette know I met. Um, baby soft hands like like butter it was unreal so yeah hmm. Jeanette <laughs> all things considered all good. things considered I agree with that I mean yeah can't say much yep, life exactly. is good yeah oh well is it that time it's I think it's that time I think we're pretty much wrapped up all right. Well, everybody, as we continue yeah, to discover really. new growing pains, we appreciate you tuning in and listening. We we are trying to actively work around some of these challenges and roadblocks that unexpectedly pop up. So thank you for sticking around. And as always, thank you for tuning in to the best gluten-free podcast ever. Have a great day.
now COVID-free.